0: Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Young, Beautiful, Successful. It's a podcast about Ariana Grande, and I'm your host, Gabby. What's up, everyone? I hope you're all having a great summer. I know it's been a month since we last talked here on the podcast, but as always, I keep you updated on the Ariana Grande news all over social media. Make sure you're following me on TikTok at Ariana Podcast. I'm definitely keep you up to date there. For real-time updates, I post a lot on the at Ariana Podcast Instagram story or on Twitter. I'm always retweeting things, different fan theories, rumors, whatever. Especially rumors, I'll a lot of times post on Twitter just because I don't want to spread false information, especially on TikTok where things run rampant. So hit me up there, at Ariana Podcast, you know what to do. But I'm really excited about today's episode. It was a super exciting weekend last weekend. The Rift Tour on Fortnite, Ariana's Fortnite concert. So fun. We have a whole episode talking about it today with Alex. Our last episode, if you missed it, was with Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. So check that out if you haven't already. It was all about Ariana Grande's scandals, relationships. We got into a lot, and I loved talking to Patty. Patty is actually starting his own podcast. So check out the most recent episode if you haven't already. And we're going to do some quick Ariana Grande news, but I do want to keep this pretty short because we have so much Fortnite to talk about. But the biggest thing that I haven't mentioned on the podcast is, of course, the Vivo series that Ariana did, several performances with songs from the Positions album. They were all really stunningly beautiful, beautiful set, live band. I did my full ranking on TikTok, so check that out. TikTok you can do three minute videos now so I did a three minute video with my ranking but I would say my top two which I'll say on here is definitely positions where Ariana did live building up her harmonies on a looper machine I think this is a trend that I've definitely been seeing is Ariana really wanting to position herself more as a producer, more as a vocal arranger, showing the technical skills that she has. And I think that's something that we're going to see a lot more from her in the future, probably especially with her upcoming era. Um, and then my jaw dropped and I had chills in the My Hair performance, which I'll play a clip here. the whistle tones are just really just amazing it's just one of those moments where literally my jaw dropped I was shaking like I think there are these moments with Ariana Grande performances for me that are so transcendent with the talent that she has I feel amazing um listening to her just because it's so magical these moments that she's able to make with her voice so those are my favorite if you have not seen the vivo series you have to check it out they were all so good i also loved the performance with the weekend i think they have great chemistry together so off the table i love and that's just a song i keep coming back to from position positions also the voice is filming it is in promotion. It's starting next month. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm going to be watching The Voice every week. I definitely be ready for The Voice updates coming all over the Ariana podcast socials, but she has been filming. People have been going to the showings. You have to sign an NDA if you attend one. I, I want to I wanna figure out a way to attend one. I may be making a trip to California soon. We'll see if I can make it happen, but... There are rumors, I will say, just on the podcast, I'm not posting about this yet, but there are rumors that Ariana might be launching a new era through The Voice, Um, whether that's through her outfits, like, her style. It seems that there is a new era coming, and The Voice may be part of the promotion for that. That's all I'm going to say. These are just the rumors that I have been told by people who have attended the filmings of the shows so far, the auditions, so... I'm just going to say that. We will see what happens. I've been wondering what a new era of Ariana could be if she's going to stay in this R&B area. I kind of feel like there's been this trend in pop music right now where like Billie Eilish happier than ever, like this return to happier music um after a period of a lot of sad music. And I almost feel like pop Ariana might come back. That's just kind of the vibe I've been getting. Like, I feel like we're going to get like an Ariana Grande future nostalgia, like high pop culture. I just kind of feel like that's coming just because we're seeing pop stars do a lot less of hip hop R&B inspired music recently. We've seen a lot of punk music happening in pop. I don't see Ariana doing that, but that's just kind of been on my mind. I kind of feel like I'm high Top big diva moment is going to be the next era that's my prediction right now okay a few other updates so ariana she sold her new york apartment so she didn't actually own the apartment she was renting it the apartment that she lived in with pete davidson but apparently it was just a rental condo for her, but that apartment is sold now. So she is no longer a New Yorker. She's not living in New York anymore. I know fans all loved that apartment. It was a very beautiful apartment. She lived in the Zaha Hadid building in New York, award-winning architect. Super beautiful apartment. We know she never really bought furniture <laughs> to live there. So she was never really settled. And I think it probably says a lot about where she was in that relationship with Pete, that she was just never fully 100% in New York. She did record "Thank You" next in New York, but I guess her New York days are done, and she's settled. I think it just shows she's settled in LA with Dalton. She's a married woman now, you guys. And then someone else I want to shout out. You know I love Tinashe. I've talked about her before on this podcast. Apparently there were there were rumors for a while about a Tinashe Ariana collab. Tinashe's album just came out. There is not a collab on there. Apparently the song that was going to be the Ariana collab was "X." Which features Jeremiah, and I love that song. And I think Ariana would have killed it. The song is great as it is, but Tinashe talked on the Popheads podcast that she had sent the song to Ariana. Ariana loved the song, but it just didn't work out with scheduling. It was like around Christmas time. Ariana was taking the rest of the year off after you know debuting the Positions album. She was taking the year off from making new music and was just kind of celebrating her engagement at the time so the collab didn't work out but you know it almost happened and apparently Ariana was super nice about it super complimentary of the song but I'll play a little bit of X X And another update we got is that Liz Gillies apparently wasn't able to attend the wedding. She did say it was super secretive, that she knew about it, but she couldn't tell anyone about it. But because of COVID restrictions with filming her show, Dynasty, uh, she wasn't going to be able to travel to LA. You know, Liz lives in Atlanta to film the show. So those are pretty much all my Ariana Grande news updates. I mean, I really think the next big thing is going to be The Voice. Um just because she is like pretty much filming that every single day there was a video that came out today that i'm still new to figuring out this whole voice situation but i guess all of the judges have advisors that help them with their team because once they pick people it's like you're a team i really i need to learn the voice i will learn okay you guys i'll be watching i said some of you guys will be figuring this out with me but apparently ariano's has a battle advisor and it seems like it's going to be Kristen Chenoweth. They put out this funny video with like a distorted person and like the voice is distorted, but I really think it's Kristen Chenoweth. You can kind of tell behind the pixelation that it's someone blonde. I'm fairly certain it is Kristen Chenoweth, so that is very exciting. Okay, well, without further ado, we need to talk all about this Fortnite concert. So many thoughts, so much to talk about, So let's just get straight into it. It's featuring my friend Alex. You know him from the Rain On Me episode. Uh, Let's get into the interview. Okay, so today I'm joined by Alex. You may remember Alex from the Rain On Me episode, but he's back on the podcast. Say hello. Hi. So happy to have you, Alex. How are you?
1: I'm so happy to be here. I'm doing great. Um, I'm really excited to be back.
0: Great. Great. So since you've been back, Ariana has had a whole new era positions. positions. Were you into positions? It's been a while. It's been almost a year now since that came out. But how did you, how are you enjoying the positions era?
1: So I think the positions era easily, for me at least, one of Ari's best eras. Mm, okay. You got you got to give it up for a Doja Cat collab on Motive. Mm, mm-hmm. And. Also, I just think that, like, creatively, she is coming into her own more as far as, like, even this collab that she's doing with Fortnite was, like, so not something that, like, people would think of Ariana to do.
0: Yeah, so true. She, I definitely feel like she's coming more into her own as an artist and having more creative control and definitely, like, entering more of, like, a mature adult I guess maybe that's not the right word but just this kind of this era where you have had so much success that you can kind of do whatever you want which is exciting. Totally. So the reason I brought you on today is to talk about Fortnite because you are my go-to guy when it comes to all my questions about video games and gaming and this whole world you play video games, like you would say. How would you say your level of like gaming? How involved you are in that world?
1: I guess you could say I'm a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I mean I, I play a decent amount of Fortnite. Uh, mm-hmm. I play some other games too, but Fortnite's probably the main game that I play, just because of the social aspect of it. You get to meet a lot of people, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's just fun conversation.
0: Yeah. So I knew a little bit about Fortnite. I also like as this was getting teased out and you kind of alerted me to the rumors of this starting which we'll get into. But I really knew almost nothing about Fortnite besides that I knew it was like a thing in pop culture. I feel like it's also kind of like the gen like Gen Z very like their totally. it's kind of like their generations like video game. So, just for people who are totally clueless, like I kind of am, just like what is Fortnite and when did it start really becoming popular and part of like the cultural zeitgeist?
1: So, like Fortnite, first I'll start with what it, what the okay. actual game is. So, it's a battle royale style game, which is unique to like the past maybe four years or so mm-hmm. uh, that they've gotten really popular. So, Fortnite, the idea of it is you you go to this big island which is the map where the game takes place mm-hmm. and you have no weapons no anything and a hundred people drop down onto the island and the last one standing wins which is a mm-hmm. very simple concept yeah. um and the way fortnite does it differently than say a game like uh h1z1 which was also a uh, also a really big battle royale game is that Fortnite has this mechanic called building. So basically, anything you see on the island, you have a pickaxe and you can mine that, kind of like in Minecraft. Mm, and you can you can build a structure to protect yourself if someone is trying to fight you, or if you just you know want to build stuff. There, the building kind of makes the game different than other battle royale mm. games, and I think it's really what set Fortnite apart at the beginning from its competitors
0: interesting
1: and it's been around since 2017 but i'd say like around like early 2018 is when it really started to blow up because they started to do these things that we're going to talk about soon which are in-game events so basically Mm -hmm. fortnite would put a clock into the game a countdown clock Mm -hmm. or they would just tweet out to tell you log in at this time and people would log in and they would see something amazing that would happen in the game that they wouldn't see anywhere else. So I think that's a super cool thing that Fortnite has that no other game is doing right now.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. So what, what sort of other in-game events, did they do other things other than concerts?
1: So originally it started with this big, uh, it looked like a comet that was coming towards mm-hmm. the map. And everyone was tracking the comet because, you know, every couple of games it would move a little bit. And after a couple of weeks, eventually it everyone thought it was going to hit uh, a location on the map called Tilted Towers. And instead it hit uh, this area called Dusty Depot and it made a giant divot in the map called Dusty mm. Divot, they ended up calling it. So that was like the first big event that ended up happening. And after that it was like people were like ravenous for Fortnite because it was just something they'd ne- an in-game event that's like so cool um and it only a, a certain amount of people saw it because you just happened to be online at that time mm. and saw a comment hit the map so after that they did every season they would try to do one event because that was like the draw of the season you would play mm. oh also so Fortnite takes place Fortnite takes place in like a two month or three month long seasons. So every mm-hmm. every couple of months they'll change the entire way the game is played. Oh. They'll add new new vehicles, new areas to the map, and just different pieces of content for people to interact with. And along with that, new season is something called the Battle Pass, where, where they give you all these skins and they give you. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and they- skins are like your outfit as your
1: yeah as your character so you uh there have been like a lot of skin collabs with fortnite um so like there's been major laser and travis scott and marshmallow and even people who were famous for playing fortnite like ninja have gotten a skin in the game
0: interesting yeah so it seems that they're able to make all of these updates kind of in real time also because video games have evolved to not just being like discs that you put in so they're able to make all these updates because you just download the update right
1: yeah because of online gaming especially like fortnite is only a game that's played online it's Mm -hmm. not doesn't have an offline version Mm -hmm. unless uh unless you're not playing battle royale so uh this is basically a way for them to unite the whole community sharing the same experience i think it's really really cool
0: Interesting. Yeah, it it's feels, definitely the yeah. reason why I play. <laughs> it feels like like stepping into the future. <laughs> um, so it's like endless possibilities because they're not limited to anything, and then they are able to like do these real time experiences. Also, it seems like they're really good at social media. Then, oh, if they're yeah. tweeting things out and they understand their audience, definitely.
1: Yeah, I think they have such a wide audience, especially because. They've had so many properties come in. They had Marvel. They mm-hmm. they had you know all of the Avengers and Thanos come to Fortnite back when the uh, back when that Avengers Endgame movie came out. Mm-hmm. That was that was like a big thing. And then uh, you know even when Epic Games purchased uh, Batman, they had Batman come to Fortnite and they did a whole Batman uh, Fortnite crossover comic book series. Oh, so this wow. is definitely isn't the first time we've seen Epic do a collab with a huge property like like Batman or Marvel and now Ariana Grande, which is, yeah, I think, equally as cool.
0: <laughs> definitely. And brings her own world with her as well. Um, so something I think is interesting is that kind of looking at like the history of video games, there's always sort of been ties with music and with the music industry Um, I was looking like Tony Hawk Pro Skater has always had music in it Eminem has had some collaborations with Call of Duty Jay-Z has worked on NBA 2K Madison Beer and g Idol, the k-pop group recently worked on some music for League of Legends there's of course been more like music focused games like Guitar Hero and then I feel like there wasn't Anything like a concert, really? Though until marshmallows Fortnite concert, which was in 2019, and 11 million people attended, and then Travis Scott would go on to break his record.
1: Yeah. Um, before we move forward, I just gotta yeah. give props to the Tony Hawk. That Tony okay. Hawk Games is responsible for my whole taste in music. So <laughs> I just gotta shout out the Tony Hawk Games. Yes. But yeah, I I went to the Marshmallow concert. Uh, And it was not like anything I'd ever seen before in Fortnite Mm. because it was a section on the map. It wasn't like the Ariana Grande event was all they shut down all of the game modes for it. You could only go to the go to her concert. Mm -hmm. But Marshmallows was like an area on the map where you would get there and nobody could fight each other. And everyone was just hanging out and enjoying the concert. So that was that was really interesting. And then by the time they had the Travis Scott concert, that was when they came up with the idea to have these these musicians just be a giant, literal, literal giant presence in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that carried over to Ari's concert, which was really cool to see in comparison.
0: Yeah. So April 2020 is when Travis Scott announces he's doing his Fortnite concert. He allegedly was paid $20 million to do this and apparently i did a little bit of research that these concerts for travis scott and ariana they take a year to make to build out yeah but there's they still end up being less expensive than like a real concert and a real tour (laughs) which is interesting um i also think the timing of travis's was interesting because it was covid so more people were interested in like these virtual experiences and 12 million people attended and we saw a lot of other like during COVID, like Avatar performances. The weekend did his TikTok performance where he was like an Avatar. Apparently, Charlie XCX also performed in Minecraft. I don't even know how that was possible.
1: <laughs> and Lil Nas X performed in Roblox.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. So, what did you think of the Travis Scott concert when that happened?
1: So, the Travis Scott concert. I thought it was really cool because it was the whole idea. It all took place over at the beach in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And it kind of had this really cool beachy vibe, but also, like, really captured what I think, like, Travis's album Astro World was all mm-hmm. about. Because um, you're going through, like, giant versions of his head, and you were, it was really, like, something to behold. And it's something that, people I play with still talk about to this day it was like wow. dude, the Travis Scott concert was insane. And I think that's going to be the same thing for this Ariana Grande concert. We just saw is that like the general consensus from the fans was that this was like an amazing thing and we want to see yeah. more of
0: it. Yeah, definitely. And what's special about Travis compared to Marshmallow is just that he brings so much hype and, Really just hype. That's really the word is that he, there's just so much hype around him and excitement and obsession with him, especially with his merch. And I've i heard that for these Fortnite concerts, what's the most lucrative and enticing about them is all of the virtual merch and the virtual skins that you can get.
1: Totally. I mean, the Travis Scott skin is one of the most popular skins in Fortnite. It you see, You still see a lot of people wearing it, even though it's been mm-hmm. a while since it came out and every time it comes back to the item shop it's it's very popular i'll see a bunch of my friends buy it um with this one with this concert what was really cool um, was there were challenges that went along with Ariana's Rift mm-hmm. tour and you could actually unlock free cosmetics from just attending oh so you got that. there was a there was a pink fluffy umbrella that you got from attending oh, that the concert one. okay
0: yeah 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 now, by cosmetics, you mean in the game,
1: yeah, yeah in game cosmetics.
0: <laughs> okay, got it. I'm following. Um, well, I do so. We kind of have set the stage now for just kind of like what Fortnite is, how this has kind of become a trend in the music industry. I think there was so much excitement about Travis, especially because, yeah, again, it was during COVID that people were kind of like, oh, maybe this is the future of concerts and maybe this will happen again because we're all trapped inside and we want these music live music experiences still but you kind of knew early that this was the ariana fortnite was starting to be teased out so how did you first find out i know you sent me a post from reddit or did you notice in the game first
1: well first first uh this was back when apple and epic games were having their whole lawsuit Mm. part of the discovery of that was epic had to release a lot of information about artists they were working with and it came out as part of that lawsuit that they were working with naruto and they were working with batman and then it also came out that they were working with ariana grande so this was maybe a year ago oh my gosh i didn't even know that okay we're getting the
0: inside scoop
1: so after that you know a lot of people were like oh is ariana grande really gonna come or was that something that was just like mentioned by epic and is never going to happen and Mm. then almost a year later um there's all these people who are called Fortnite leakers and what they do is every time there's a new update they'll go through the game's uh actual files on their computer and they will they will decrypt them and find out what it'll be like a poster or a little a little piece of some type of uh, in game cosmetic that hasn't been released yet, and they'll tweet it out. So one of the leakers who is named I Fire Monkey, he did a huge, huge, huge leak where he found the files to the ariana grande concert basically because epic was epic had tested it out a couple of months before even mentioning it to anyone so that file was called was called piggy which if you're an ariana grande stan you know that she has a pig called piggy smalls Mm -hmm. and so that was like the first big the first big mention, everyone started thinking, "Is Ariana Grande coming to Fortnite?" And that was when I reached out to you, and I was like, "Oh my god, if this happens, I have to come back on your podcast." Cause <laughs> this is like this is like even bigger than Robert Rodriguez directing a music video. This is like my favorite video game.
0: <laughs> yes. So.
1: After that, they added a uh, they uh, they do these like uh, newsletter screens. And one of the newsletter Mm -hmm. screens was just a hammer. And again, if you're a fan, you Mm -hmm. know that it's the hammer from God is a woman. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was like confirmed, confirmed. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Ari is coming.
0: Yes. And there were a few other posters, too, right? There's the one that was sort of like that looked like her pet pig a lot, like exactly like her pet pig. And then there's the one of the clouds with the rainbow, which made people think, of her song rain on me or also just clouds in general have always been part of the Ariana iconography.
1: Yeah. So they put these posters all over the map and you could walk Mm -hmm. up to them and actually interact with them and they would change color, Mm. Um, which was like a reference later on to her skin, which had two styles, which is like the dark and the light version. Um, because she has like the blonde haired skin and the brown haired version of the skin.
0: Mm, Got it. So this was really teased out over a while. And there, even though it seems like you were pretty like sure, also knowing about the lawsuit makes it seem a lot more clear. But a lot of fans were nervous, like, what if this isn't actually Ariana? What if it's Lady Gaga? What if it's Doja Cat? Um, so it wasn't really clear for a while. But then Fortnite put out a press release about the Rift tour, which also make, made this different than Travis and Marshmallow, which were just one-time events right
1: yeah this is the first time they've had multiple concert the the big issue about Fortnite is that everybody plays it all across mm-hmm. the world right and they have different servers so if you are if you're playing the server that i play on is called uh na east north american east mm. um but if you were playing on say a server in the uk there's going to be a huge time difference for you and it's much harder to get to the event so this is the first time Fortnite said okay, we're going to have different times for the event for different servers, and you have to switch manually in the game to that server if you want to access the game on the Oceana server, which is for Australia and New Zealand. Um, so that was really an interesting way to go about it, I think, instead of just uh, sometimes they also just have the event, like you can access it whenever. This made it feel a little bit more exclusive, like you had to show up on time.
0: Right, right. And they teased in that in their announcement that it would have a record-breaking superstar. Um, and so a lot of people then were like, Oh my gosh, this might really be Ariana. Some people were like, maybe it's Olivia Rodrigo because she broke records. I was like, no, <laughs> this needs to be Ariana. <laughs> um, and eventually Ariana did confirm it five days before the event, which is also interesting. Apparently, when I was reading, there's a big article in Billboard about Travis Scott's concert and basically they're saying how for a real concert you would have to announce like at least three months in advance because people have to get their life together but for these virtual concerts you can confirm it just days ahead because people are just can just watch it at home so it makes it a lot easier and more accessible
1: and then about i think it was maybe six days or seven days before they had a big countdown clock show up Mm. in the lobby and in the game where. You could see the countdown to the Rift Tour, so that was also a big uh, way to show the people who play the game daily. You have to show up for this. This is going to be something you don't want to miss.
0: Yeah, and once Ariana confirmed it, then the skins all dropped in the store, so you could like get ready for the concert by um, getting your items. So some of them are like you already mentioned before, were basically where you look exactly like Ariana. They like make you look like Ariana, which led to so many funny videos. I don't know if you saw
1: (laughs) Yeah on TikTok.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because now people are playing this game with like guns as Ariana. So there's all these funny videos of Ariana like shooting guns and I found it very funny.
1: There was also very briefly they had an emote that went along with it that was a hug. But they had to remove it because they had her squat and hug, and it looked like she was going face to crotch on the other characters.
0: Oh, no. So they had
1: to they had to remove the emote really quickly. It was only there for a day.
0: Oh, no. And then I know they also had the piggy smalls kind of like backpack item. Mm-hmm. That I saw a lot of like guys getting, I feel like. So they also had like some gender neutral options if you didn't want to look exactly like Ariana Grande.
1: Well, I think – I, I play with a decent amount of guys who bought mm. the skin. Oh, okay. And I think the the benefit to it is that people like... Actually, in Fortnite, most people don't play as male skins. Most people play as female skins. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, Just because they... It's all about... Uh, it's a third-person shooter. So the smaller your skin is, the more view you have of what's around you. And so... It's also just, like, I think it's just an aesthetic thing with the game and how it's always been, that, like, everyone always uses female skins. The male skins are, like, not so sought after.
0: Interesting. One thing I do want to mention about Ariana, and also just kind of while we're on this conversation of, like, gender, I think Ariana definitely... I think the benefit of her is she definitely brought a new audience to Fortnite. And I saw Fortnite on their social accounts. Very good at social media. Again, they had some videos of like, if you're using Fortnite for the first time for this Ariana concert. And I feel like they anticipated that there would they Ariana would really be introducing new users to the game.
1: Yeah, I think this is the first concert that they've done, the first event even that they've done that mm-hmm. brought a ton of new people to the mm-hmm. game, which I think is really needed because the Fortnite community at this point is full of people who've been playing for so long that they're really good at this game. And it's... yeah. It's tough now. It's not the same game that it used to be where mm, you, could, yeah. you could get wins. There, I mean, there used to be people with thousands of wins in this game, and I have maybe 200 wins. I, I'm not the best at Fortnite, <laughs> but I have a lot of fun playing it. And I think having an event like this brings a whole new audience of people to their game. So I think that's what Epic had. Uh, that that was their goal and i think they totally accomplished it
0: yeah and something i think about with ariana a lot is she's the most followed woman on instagram and the value of that is like astronomical like you can't i didn't know she
1: was the most followed wow yeah
0: it's it's always been it's usually always like her selena gomez and kim and kylie are like the top followed women and they're arguably like some of the most influential celebrities um And I just feel like the value of a celebrity and their social media following over 200 million people, it's like so, so valuable in getting your brand out there if you're working with her. So we've really set the stage. So now we need to get into the actual experience of this game, of (laughs) the Rift Tour. So like I said, my first time playing Fortnite... And this did totally introduce me to Fortnite. I actually did play the actual game. But oh, wow. yes, <laughs> I failed miserably many times. But I played using my roommate's boyfriend's PlayStation. But the first time I watched the Rift Tour, I watched through Twitch, thanks to your recommendation. But basically, this starts where you enter the Rift Tour and you're waiting for it to start. And then there's the countdown clock, like you mentioned. And then you go through the portal. That's how it starts. And then you're that going through... That portal is
1: actually called a rift. So that's why oh. it's called the rift um, okay. the, in, uh In season five of Fortnite, they introduced this thing called rifts that were like breaks in reality in Fortnite. And that's how story-wise they can include Ari into the universe. She came in through a rift.
0: Oh, I love that. This is like a whole new world. So... You enter and it starts, you're kind of on like a paint colored slide. It's very like Mario Kart vibes. And, and then, that's when, yeah.
1: uh, that's when, so they had a couple of opener songs for her actually. So during that part, um, Come and Go by Juice World featuring Mar- Marshmallow is playing. Mm. Um, and you're like going down the paint slide. Uh, and then, and then you're, uh, and then it seemed like you were in like a big, field of uh of like pink hair but that was yeah. actually if you're a fan of fortnight you know that that's not just any pink hair that's the cuddle team leader skin um which mm. is a really popular skin in Fortnite. so it it looks kind of like that pink it's a pink teddy bear skin uh so you're mm-hmm. like jumping around on that skin and while you're there lsd uh lsd's song audio is playing. Um, so that's another that's another opener song, and then after that, you're suddenly on a plane and you're mm-hmm. shooting at a demon. Mm-hmm. Which again, if you're a Fortnite fan, you know that's not just any demon. That's the riff. That's uh, the Storm King, who's uh, a monster who controls the the zone in Fortnite. So in the battle royale game, when uh, the, it's not just the whole map that you play on. As you play the game, the the zone slowly sh- shrinks to a certain spot on the map until it's just you and a couple of players in a small area. And so if you go into the zone, or the storm as it's called, mm-hmm. uh, you will take damage uh, and eventually die. So that that's what keeps players uh, from not going and hiding out in the corner of the map at the end of the game when there's two people left. So you're shooting at the Storm King Mm -hmm. uh, and Victorious by uh, Wolf Mother is playing. Uh, And then after that, all of a sudden, you fall through another rift and then you're laying on the ground. And who helps you up? Ariana Grande.
0: (laughs) We love that. That was so cute. It was like you would see like all these different users and everyone has to be... Helped up from the ground. It was very cute.
1: Yeah, and then that kind of led into the the concert itself, where she started with raindrops,
0: mm-hmm. um, like she normally does for her most recent tour.
1: Oh wow, I didn't know that. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, do you want to take it from there? Sorry, I kind of, kind of.
0: Sure,
1: I, we're we're, t- we're
0: tag we're tag teaming the recap. So the aesthetics of this were just very beautiful and very ariana grande you kind of looked like you were in space at the beginning and i remember it kind of looking like it was like a private concert like you just see ariana and just yourself which i thought was a fun thing about that that you're able to get that kind of intimate moment with her and then she went to seven rings where she's actually doing the choreography
1: and she like pulls you in too Yeah, yeah you turn gold and she kind of pulls you in during yeah. the beginning of Seven Rings, and the really interesting part about that that uh, didn't make its way onto Epic's live stream was lyrically they let uh, they let the word bitch slip through. She says, oh. "Been through some bad shit. I should be a sad bitch," and that was not okay for the kids who play Fortnite, so they removed it later on. But on the first couple shows, you they did not remove it, and you could hear oh. her say that.
0: That's funny. And then she went into Be All Right, another one of my favorite songs. And something interesting is she did The Way, which is, of course, featuring Mac Miller. So a lot of people were saying, like, rest in peace, Mac Miller. I think I thought that was something else interesting about this being her avatar performing this is that she has not performed this song The Way since Mac Miller passed away. And it's almost like a way that she could perform this song but not actually have to perform it because of the emotions tied up with it. And I thought that was kind of an interesting thing about this being like not a, re- a concert, but not a real concert that she's able to do these songs that maybe emotionally she doesn't actually herself want to perform.
1: Yeah, it was during the way also they had her walking up stairs mm-hmm. uh like up in the clouds yeah um which was a reference to her jimmy fallon performance obviously but was also a reference a lot of people said to like mac miller being in heaven yeah which is which was really you know an emotional moment for the concert
0: yeah definitely they
1: they also had her when she performed rem uh she was on a swing which is mm-hmm. like in the Breathe music video, she's on, a, she's on a swing in the clouds like that. So they had yes. a lot a Breathe In, Breathe In, right? Am I yeah. Um, the Breathe In music video, they had her on the swing in the clouds. Um, and that's like another, you know, music video or Ari just career reference.
0: Yes. And the same thing when she walks up the steps, she has the hammer, she throws it into the sky and it shatters the glass ceiling breaks. Also a God is a Woman reference, which we love.
1: Yeah, I, I think Epic really did their research when it came to mm-hmm. putting together a concert that really represented Ari as an artist and made made the fans of her and the fans of just the game in general feel like this is this is an experience that's very separate from Fortnite the game. This is like something completely new and different.
0: Yeah, totally. I think I've loved, I loved it like way more than I expected, just because I was like, I don't really, I don't really know anything about video games. Like, maybe this will be weird. But I felt like we really like stepped into Ariana's world, um, which just made it really special. And it was, I was telling you, like, it was kind of really in this like girly, like fantasy world, um, which I thought was really fun.
1: Yeah, I think it was really cool that they were able to do that and still have fans. You know, a lot of the fan base of Fortnite is like very much like toxically masculine, mm-hmm. and so it was really cool to do something that was for people who don't see themselves like yeah. that. Like I don't see myself as someone who's so hardcore masculine, and I really, really enjoyed watching it because it. I that's like why I like to play Fortnite. That is like the creativity and the fun and like the the like cartoonishness to it almost.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that was something really exciting about it that it was just opening up to a whole new audience. Like I said I played Fortnite for the first time, I was like this is like the Hunger Games. I feel like I'm Katniss playing Fortnite. <laughs> now I'm wondering like should I get a Nintendo Switch so that I can play video games? I don't know. Maybe this is a new a new thing for me.
1: Maybe. If you ever do play Fortnite, I'll, I'll uh, come join the <laughs> squad get you some easy wins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, we've talked about everything. Do you have any other things you want to hit on?
1: Lastly, I just want to say that um, knowing about all of this stuff and how Fortnite has this kind of leaker fan base, mm-hmm. it was really, really cool to see the stands of Ariana and the stands of Fortnite kind of yeah. come together and work to encrypt these things I mean I, I don't think yeah. most of these Fortnite leakers knew exactly what they were encrypting and it took you know the Twitter stands of Ariana to say that's what that is I know exactly what that is and so that you know they're putting out all of this all of these leaks and all of this information and it took a whole nother part of Twitter to decrypt it really so that was the first time something like that happened that you had s- different parts of Stan Twitter working hand in hand. So you got to give it up for that. and the social media yeah. power of epic, as you were saying,
0: yeah, I love that. I think it sh- yeah, it shows the power of Stan Twitter and also just the power of sub subcultures coming together that this was such a crossover that it brought them all able to figure it out. Awesome. i love that okay any any other final thoughts about your experience at the rift tour
1: um i had a super fun time at the rift tour yeah i loved 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 all of the little mini game elements of it Mm -hmm. my favorite part was walking up the stairs the whole MC Esher moment um just because like artistically i i just was like living for that yeah and i really hope that Epic sees this as a success and that totally. they do, they do more of these because I think it brings a whole new audience to the game and I hope they even are willing to do something with Ariana again cuz she's a skin in the game now. She's part of the quote-unquote Fortnite story and I'd love mm-hmm. to see I'd love to see her come back and do a, a live concert cuz you know this one was pre-recorded and yeah. Pre-done and uh, Marshmallows was actually live. He was mm. he was from his house and they were they were like streaming it into Fortnite. So I, I would love to see something like that if that ever happened. Um, but yeah, the Rift tour was so fun, and uh, yeah, the season of Fortnite is wrapping up and the aliens are gonna leave the island. Uh, mm. And you know, that's that. Go play Fortnite because it needs new fun people.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Thank you, Alex. I feel like we learned so much today. I learned so much today. So thank you so much for joining me. And yeah, I I feel like I need to get a Nintendo Switch and play Fortnite.
1: Oh my God. Thanks so. for having me.
0: Okay. I want to thank Alex again for calling into the podcast. So great talking to him again. I learned so much about Fortnite. Oh my gosh. Let me know if you guys want to play me on Fortnite. I still have to get a, a Nintendo Switch. We will see what happens. But... As always, make sure you're following or subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Follow at Ariana Podcast on all social platforms. And I will see you next time for another episode of Young, Beautiful, Successful. Bye. Peace.